Hello, hello, Emerlu. Hello, everyone. <laughs> the finale is here. It is. How are you feeling for it? Wow. What a journey it's I'm been. I'm actually, f- right. you know what, like, I feel pretty good. I feel like this is oh. something that we've, it's it's like it feels right. Totally. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just this phase, this phase, you know, who knows yeah. where we'll expand into <laughs> next in our own journey coming together. But oh, how long yeah. was it? I can't remember the date. I feel like you know the date better than I do. I don't know do. the date, but I know it's been like a year because we started in July last year. Hey, Annabelle. Oh, Annabelle. Morning. Wicked to have you joining here. joining us for our last episode, Annabelle. I know. I, mm-hmm. You know, um, I remember I hadn't moved. Wait, what year are mm-hmm. we in? Yeah. Last year I'd moved downstairs and that mm-hmm. was June. So, and I had already done an interview while I was living upstairs. So that was. Because we did the two podcast May, episodes together April, at the May. beginning of June. We did the two podcast episodes at the beginning of June. Was it the beginning of June? Yeah, very, very beginning of June. Right. I thought so, it was May. Maybe it was May. But that must have been, yeah, I uh, think it was so May. Then, yeah, sometime anyway. But it's been about a year. Anyway, crazy. Look, look where wow. we've come. Like, look mm. at us energetically on the show itself, us in, as individuals, us as a collective, mm-hmm. and us and the show as, as one sort of entity. Like how it expanded, how we expanded, it was pretty. It was pretty incredible. Like it's I, crazy I think... how we just had this co-creation that was for us both to to allow that to unfold. Yeah, and you know what? Like I actually think, obviously, I might be doing a bit more of the talking if Emma's got her all congested and Sounds everything. Sounds really lovely and beautiful today. <laughs> yeah, but um, I I think you know that's a really good thing for us to discuss because this is going to be very prevalent for a lot of people where there's these endings there's these things that we're a part of these entities that we belong to and we can ride them for a season just for a little reason or for a lifetime you know that that quote season reason or a lifetime is like sometimes things just come you don't really know how long they're going to go for and you're going along the ride for them or um they're just a moment and sometimes we just have to experience that person that 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 circumstance that event for just a moment sometimes mm-hmm. it's a lifetime you just don't know and we never know but the first thing is is like you just got to get on you got to get on for the ride and just see where it takes you and i think that's what you and i both mm-hmm. did is we were like hey this feels cool yeah. let's go here totally and i feel like even when we don't know where like it's like what this has built and the foundations that it's kind of cultivated for something in the future, it feels that way yeah. in a way. It's like this yeah. is only a preparation for something else that we don't yeah. know yet. And I think that's where yeah. the, that's where faith comes in. So and the trust comes in because we can really lean into to that and just and let go, right? Like let go of what is no longer serving, what no longer feels that it should be continued or whatever. And you just let go of it and you, you can trust in that space that thing will come back in, in a different way and how it should come back yeah. at the right time. Yeah, yeah, 100%. The, um, the big thing is just get on it because there's mm-hmm. some of the times we think like we – because there's this saying where you feel like you've got to always finish things, but mm-hmm. – I think so. A lot of the times we either get too scared to start something or we're, we're worried that we're not going to finish things and we're going to like constantly, because there's this story saying if you finish things, then you're successful. But if you don't finish things, then you're always going to be that person who's never successful. But I don't agree, necessarily agree with that. I only agree with that if that is actually a pattern where you start something and you say, I'm going to declare I'm going to do it to this level and then you mm-hmm. don't do it. That's a bit different. But sometimes you've just got to get on it and just go, I don't know where you're going to take me. Let's go. That could be a relationship. That could be that could be a new career. That could be a complete shift in career. That could be just going for a coffee with someone. It could be any experience. It doesn't have to be like what we did here, like a show. Mm. But sometimes it's just nice to like get out of the comfort zone and get on it. Because um, mm-hmm. we, you and I, when we first got <laughs> together on this, like we were both in a very interesting phase of our lives too. Really? Right? Yeah. And if... 
I really like and I look when I reflect on the shows that the energy of the shows and how we used to communicate and how that 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 co-creation between the two of us was such a different such a different thing than it is now like how that's evolved and it's evolved Mm. from us just showing up like you said Mm. taking the ride going along for the experience and how many times did we change things right how many times did we try different things and mend different things and and I think that's like the beauty in the journey is like the journey is the real experience that we want to have like we we started this as like yeah we're going to become big and we're going to do this right and who's mm-hmm. to say one day that might happen for us right in a different way um mm. and this has prepared us for that moment and um, when that moment mm. comes <clears throat> and at the same time what we really valued the most out of this whole year was the the journey was everything that we experienced along the way to get to this point where we can let go of something with like such gratitude of like how it served mm. us in different ways and the connection that mm-hmm. it's built between us two. And I think mm-hmm. like underneath all of that, I think of all the times where you can look at how we showed up and how there was this element of like needing to prove ourselves, needing to be someone or like to each other in a way and all these different things, almost sometimes needing to coach one another or whatever it was. And then you go underneath all of that, all the illusion falls away on the journey, right? When you're really invested in the journey, all the illusion can begin to fall away and you realize what's real underneath. And what's real underneath mm-hmm. is that pure love, that connection that fuels what you actually want to create and actually what you want to show mm-hmm. up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think some of these experiences that we have and that we engage with mm-hmm. um, are mostly always just going to be a stepping stone. I think if we look at life as just like a series of stepping stones, nothing is forever and yeah. nothing needs to be forever. It's just for now. Mm-hmm. And there's, yeah, it there's that different pressure right? off, doesn't it, as well? It does because a lot of us have that energy where I feel like it has to be forever, but if it's yeah. just for now, then it just let us see where it wants to go. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that's one of the cool things that I've learned from this is like it's best to just get involved with it in the first place, just get engaged. Like don't... Mm-hmm. Um, um what was it? like feel like you need to know where it's going to go which is a new yeah. sort of way of thinking mm-hmm. because i feel like everyone says oh well, what's your plan like what's your five-year projections what's your 10-year projections in a traditional business model that's like i don't know and i don't want to know because we will never know and no matter how many projections you make about a five-year or 10-year outlook they're never the same anyway because mm-hmm. life has its own like plan it will never ever be well, the way you think it's going to be but, the, but I think about like um, the people like Thomas Edison and stuff and, you know, how many attempts that he made to add a light bulb. I think it was like God knows how many, wasn't it? How many was it? I think I've heard different stories. 10,000 was yeah. one, 3,000 was another. But all you hear but... is he invented the light bulb, right? You don't hear about the whole process unless you kind of dig that up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, there's a... There's a, that's there's just like a really cool aspect to that which we can take into our lives and to what I'm talking to here about our experience, which is um, just putting in the time and mm-hmm. getting the experience. And so whether it's not this show, because we changed the show three times, I think, wasn't it? Like it was a conversation from yeah. the soul to its end. Oh, that's my door. I think it's the mailman. <laughs> oh, the mailman. The Conversations. Mailman from the cell <laughs> no it was something else before um, that i swear because it was like it was we wanted... the first one. no 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 it was definitely something else before that i was behind the mask remember <laughs> <laughs> that was your idea can i just say and then i changed it was it yeah was it <laughs> yeah, was it behind the mask the mailman really wants to come in <laughs> Invite the mailman in for a cup of tea, would you? I'm going to let the mailman in. I think it's my, okay, something I ordered once in one minute. Oh, my God. I'll just wait here with the live audience, with Annabelle. Um, Annabelle, it's not last ever. It is last of expand, but not ever. We'll never know. Luke's having a conversation um, with Seth. He's probably now going to knock on this door. So I'm probably have to go and get that. Okay. <laughs> my, my, delivering? My, what do you reckon he's delivering? I know what it is. It's my um, my my stepmom knitted a knitted vest for me. Oh, really? <laughs> and posted That's it cool. with along with my chocolate raisins. <laughs> really? You love you chocolate raisins? Get, oh, yeah. You can't get them here. So 
I like chocolate rings. I like dark oh, wow. chocolate and raisins. What's the vest look like? I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Find out. She, do you tell her you've got like she's a style? She's amazing. She's an amazing like knitting person. She just knits like clothes for everybody. She's so good at it. Oh, really? But yeah. That's she's wicked. retired, so it's like her fun thing. Oh, yeah. Close. close <laughs> where, where were we? <laughs> um, behind this, the mask. For example, right? Doing this. Can you imagine when we were doing the shows at the beginning? Like, I would have freaked out and been like, oh, my God, the door's ringing. Like, some, it's like, you know. And now I'm just like, yeah. oh, I'll just go with the flow. <laughs> Oh my god! I know the um yeah, behind the mask it's, conversations it's, from the soul. Then I think it went to expand after that. Yeah, and I think that's just a part of life. Like it's gonna natural. Like things are never gonna be how. Like I don't think everything. Things will never end the way you started. It'll always mm-hmm. evolve, and that's just a big cool lesson that I've learned over over time. Mm-hmm. Is like, just start. Hmm. Don't worry What's about been the how biggest you're thing end. you've seen, like how you've evolved over the past year, like especially through this show and through this um, container that we've built? What do you think has been one of the things for you? My biggest lesson. Hmm. Or how you've seen yourself evolve. Interesting. How I've seen myself evolve. I think like Uh, there's been a couple. One, just like really owning myself in in all moments. Like mm-hmm. uh, one would be like, for instance, like not giving a fuck if something has to change or something's not right. Like having real conversations as pal- as opposed to like just portraying myself as yeah. a certain self. I feel yeah. like at the start I was trying to sort of put out an image mm-hmm. of like guru type person and <laughs> so. have to get it all right, perfect <laughs> person. And now I think I've just like, and even now, like I'm going to look back in two years and come back to this version of myself and go, wow, I was really doing this a lot more and this had this energy because I was looking back at videos of me, um, I think a year and a half before me and you met, Mm. when I was putting all these videos up, I looked back and I had so much anger and so much sass and attitude Mm-hmm. and I could see it coming through <laughs> and I was like really trying to be like I'm, I'm cool now I'm healed and shit and I was like oh man but then like, just laugh you know oh that's so sweet that I thought that at that time <laughs> yeah I haven't got to that point to be honest yeah I haven't got I haven't got to that point where I've like it's in it's still visceral in my body where I'm like still feeling it um not feeling that energy but feeling looking at myself going, okay. Luca, what were you doing? Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I understand that I'll have to come to peace with that part of me. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing. It's just a bit of a cringe feeling. And okay. yeah. not everyone has this because I've realised, like I talked to like Danielle and I talked to a few other friends and mm-hmm. they don't necessarily cringe at their old videos. But I'm No, like, I think it's actually like as I think as a woman we find it easier to look back and be like, oh, that's kind of cute about ourselves. I think I yeah. see met like I work with a lot of male clients and I see all of them look back on anything, any version of their past and just hate it. Like don't or really or move into a new energy of like that shifted and then, you know, through the work that we do, it goes to more kind of energy of like neutrality in the end right there's no, mm. there's no attachment to it no tie to it um and yeah. I, think that's, I think that's a, a thing of like that masculine energy of like needing to kind of almost advance and expand like as that kind of motivation kind of thing um mm-hmm. whereas women we kind of i think we look back at ourselves physically i think that's where we have this kind of disconnection from our body and disconnection from how we look and like judging ourselves for how yeah, we look more point. than we do for men but emotionally like I think we're able to look back and like laugh at those times a little bit with a bit of love um I found yeah it's so interesting really, yeah I've always been able to do that um but then when I with looks it's it's I think difficult more difficult for women and this is just my observations so Mm. I, I would say that seems really true because mm. I have this had this conversation with Danielle where it's like I don't yeah. really worry too much about my image and how mm-hmm. my body looks. I'm like I'm totally okay. Like I don't have any. I'm not self conscious. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas that's more prevalent with her and other women. But I do do that, and she doesn't. So it's like I cringe at you know looking back mm. at my past self, and I cringe, and she doesn't. So yeah, that's mm. a really yeah. interesting observation. 
Yeah. I haven't spent too much time investigating it. No. But um, I wonder. <laughs> I, just, I wonder. I think. I think it's. I think it's like a motherly instinct that we have, like, because. I mean, even if you don't want to be a parent or don't want to be a mother, right, there's still something in our DNA that, like, is that creation, right? It's that kind of, mm. how do you say, instinct to to give birth, to be a mum, even if it's not something we desire or really want, there's still that, like, biological instinct to become a parent. So when you're looking at younger versions of yourself, it, it kind of has that instinct comes in that like motherly instinct I've always when I look back at past versions of myself even though sometimes there's a this phase of working through like shame and things like that but there's always this like mm, like I love you even when there's a shame mm. or something else mixed up with it they're still like mm, I love you because I see you as mm. like my child in some kind of way and um, so maybe mm. it's something something around that yeah it's funny because I was sitting with something hmm I was I was sitting with a past action that I had done today mm. or yesterday and I was actually being like, no, nah, Luca, you got to lean into that. You mm. got to lean in. And I was sitting there and I was like, okay, I'm just going to sit with that and I'm going to breathe. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I was just like breathing into it and just really giving that love. So I was actually practicing that just recently. It, was yeah, something, it wasn't anything to do with like my cring- cringing at mm-hmm. my past self. It was... I think it had something to do with an animal and how what I was doing. Like mm. I'm, I have because I remember I told you about a dream. I don't know if I did tell you actually, but I was having all these dreams where this, I was. I think you sent me a voice note and you. Oh yes, I remember this. This was a while ago. Yeah, but I haven't consistently. I haven't had it in a while. Okay, Maybe like yeah. A and you like realized that you with a dog or you something. I can't remember exactly, but that was one aspect yeah. when I was working with my mentor. She was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, She's like a dream analyst. And so she was okay, saying yeah, that that part of that dog is you and the mm-hmm. parts that you haven't nurtured. Oh, mm-hmm. Isn't that something? Yeah. With this conversation, like you're mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck, that rings so true. Like yeah. those parts of me that are from the past that I, I can't, I haven't nurtured, I haven't softened yeah. to. I'm yeah, like cringing at. Yeah. <laughs> right. Imagine if I was cringing at like someone, I'd be like, oh, like how would they feel? They would feel so rejected. Mm. I always th- I always apply this to clients I'm or, or for all really really close friends I'm like would I say this to a client in a session if they were coming up with the fact that they had you know this feeling of this mm. child within them would I would I give the, would I guide them to shame to suppress to reject that part of them no so mm. why do I do that within myself right <laughs> mm. yeah that's the, that's, that's the next step through this right through this process even through the show um, and through working working with clients as well you realize that you're learning just as much as they are like it's all a like complete co-creation right you're guiding them you're holding space for them but they are as much guiding you through that process as you are them because mm-hmm. we're all just reflecting back to each other the same thing we're all just this one thing that's showing each other who we are, right? Because we moved into duality so that we could experience that. And yeah. yeah. And I think when we come back to that, it's like, well, there's then there's only really love, really. Mm-hmm. You know, I was doing a session today, mm-hmm. and one of the things that we talked about was, um, I said to her, my client. I said to her, she's got a savior complex. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, I said, you know, everyone wasn't created for you to help them. Mm-hmm. They were created um, to help you. Yeah. So true. Right. So it's like we think we're created for that, for us, because we're needed. Then we to need, save. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to save them, but they're created so we can save ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it's like we think that, yeah, the world is, especially if anyone feels like they've got to, like, change the world or things need to change um, and they feel like or they feel like they've got to help someone, they've always got to speak up and say something. Mm-hmm. Remember that it's not; it has nothing to do with them. They were the reflection created for you yes. to help you. And it's the you, it's a part of you in you 
that is being reflected in them. Mm-hmm. That's the part that you own. And when you own that, that changes because the only thing we really yes. need to change is our energy. Mm-hmm. And so, or, like, or it falls away, right? Sometimes it just right. falls away or we change the way that we associate with that energy. Like there's no longer a charge there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean you won't go out and be the activist or mm-hmm. be the public spokesperson or be the speaker it's that you'll be speaking from such a pure place yes. you'll be speaking as if you're speaking to you and every mm-hmm. one of them are you and because there is so much like um separation and um yeah i guess so much separation that we aren't owning ourselves in one another yeah. and that's mm-hmm. why there is so much separation mm-hmm. because of mm-hmm. that, because of that division so we're mm-hmm. like finding unity, unity in the world begins with unity with ourselves. And like for me, mm-hmm. unity would be being really spending time loving and accepting and sitting with all those past versions of me that I can't hold as if I would hold my, my, my baby, my, my, new ch- my newborn child, mm-hmm. or as if I would hold my lover, or as if I would hold yeah. my yeah. clients, or as if I would hold my loved ones, right? Like my dear, mm-hmm. my dear loved holding yourself in that sense and that's like something that i'm working through consistently but i'm also leaning into it and that's and that's one thing i see with you yeah Mm. that's one thing i see with you you just fucking lean Mm. into it i think that's why we got along so well because we're both like all right let's go (laughs) it was funny because when we started this like i remember being super triggered by you a lot like in different situations different things that were said and then throughout this journey, I've realized, oh, it's myself. <laughs> I'm triggered by myself, right? Triggered by these yeah. things that I'm not owning within myself. And um, yeah. the more you do that, like the more, like I said kind of earlier, the more that illusion falls away of everything that's not actually real. And then you connect mm. to what is real, which is, I mean, as I said, like a few times already, which is just love. That's it. And love manifests mm. itself in different ways, friendships, family, lovers, all mm. these different ways, right? Children. Mm. But that's all that's real at the end of the day. And that's all that, I mean, I, I had a lot of like desire to understand. I think you can look back at some of our shows as well. We're both trying to understand, you know, oh, is this way right? Is this way right? And just throw all of that away for a moment. And you realize I don't even need to understand. And the thing I know that is real that thing I can always go back to that I know that is real is love. That's it. That's the thing I know 100% is real. If we're in a matrix, if we're not, but that's the only thing I know that deep down is completely real, right? And then that begins with within yourself and then mm. with others and that manifests in different ways. And to explore that is, well, I don't need to understand anymore. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Me too. I feel that. I feel like there's like this less need to really know. I'm like, okay. Like I was talking about this today. I was like, I don't really follow. I don't really look for a mission or I don't really look for purpose. And I feel like when you get into alignment, you don't really need to seek because the seeking is necessary to the point where you're like, okay, I'm finding alignment. I'm finding my true self. Mm-hmm. But you get to a point where it's like found. Yeah. Like even if it's just not, it's even it doesn't have to be like all of you, you know, there's work, but you get to a point where it's enough. I found something here. It's it's yeah. like a it's like a content. It's like okay, I'm here, and that's mm-hmm. where I've just sort of come to is this cycle ending, this chapter ending. It's like I've hit the enough. Yeah, I've like <laughs> I've got there, and it's like I don't need to seek. I seek not from a point of like desperation. The source, the the, the area that I'm seeking from, the source, the source of what I'm seeking, is like enough. Mm. Not empty. An expansion of your enoughness. Yeah. And like let's let's just celebrate that for a second. Mm-hmm. And I'm going on this journey, my own healing journey, um, as well as like continuing to study and to up level and to expand my own knowledge and my own database of information. But also by using that and practicing what I preach and walking on the path myself. Mm. And I'm like my case study. I'm case study one. I am the one that goes through it. And so that's ultimately why I feel like our coaching has been so successful because we are case study one and we are practicing what we preach. And there's a level of integrity there of Mm -hmm. how we show up at home is very, very similar and very closely aligned to how we show up online. Mm 
mm-hmm. and finding that integrity is super important in your life is like we're getting called now to be so much more in alignment with our values online and offline socially and privately publicly and privately realizing it's all the same (laughs) it's all the same the outside is the inside someone did a really great analogy for me this the other day and it was like if you have a ball like a football right and then you flip it the other way right you turn it inside out and it's like well the inside is still the outside is exactly the same it's just different perspectives that create that and I was like that's it you know um that's why on this journey it's like the more you know this the more you show up outside with ease with peace because you realize that I get to show up inside with peace and ease so my outside just mirrors that back to me because it's exactly the same as what's going on within. The only difference is we created a new perspective through duality to experience ourselves outside, not just with our eyes shut. With our eyes shut, like I can experience myself right now. But I can't see you, Luke. <laughs> like it's not That's really big. a great conversation. She's but... going there, ladies and gents. She's going there. Yeah, it's been one of those weeks. <laughs> I love it. No, I love that about. I love that about you, and I can meet you there, and I totally yeah. get it. Mm-hmm. it's like um that's that's one thing i love about you is you just go mm-hmm. you're like willing to go there and that's very like mm-hmm. a sh- very shamanic sort of energy mm-hmm. where like you, mm-hmm. you you go to the depths you go to the darkness and you're like yeah i can hold myself there because when you can hold yourself there you create yeah. the capacity to hold others there and it's really it really shows it's really powerful completely thank you Mav. You, know, you. you know what like talking about, <laughs> talking a little bit about um, <laughs> sorry i'm just gonna die that's all right back um (laughs) harmony is something like Mm. i've been feeling a lot of lately where do you Um, feel harmony it's like a surrender it's really for me it feels like surrender and just like Mm -hmm. contentment peace Mm -hmm. but it's like i'm existing with what is like sometimes if i think about the opposite of harmony was like if you've got a if you're like a really scheduled person and a really meticulous planned person mm-hmm. and something doesn't go to plan and you show up in it and then the chaos sort of unravels because you you can't what you're controlling is uncontrollable now and mm-hmm. something's really bad and you just be like oh and you get frustrated mm-hmm. that is would be disharmony mm-hmm. that would be that would be a classic example of where uh, you're not going with the flow. Now, mm-hmm. some people think going with the flow means taking no action, <laughs> but I disagree. Taking action from an inspired mm-hmm. and grounded place, mm-hmm. not from a place where you're trying to seek something or you're desperate mm-hmm. or you're you're needing to fulfill a need mm-hmm. that you don't have. Mm-hmm. And, and redefining what action is as well, because like mm-hmm. action doesn't have to be what the outside always says it is right there will people be like right in order to grow your business you have to do this you have to do this action you have to do this action you have to do this okay like that's not just action right there's so many different forms that the action can come in and that's why knowing yourself is so powerful your inner wisdom your inner guidance that's such a good point because um one of the things i've had to redefine Mm -hmm. for me as action was sitting in stillness that's one of my thing that's one of my things that brings me um, peace but also brings me information yes I, I, find, <laughs> I find I find my information there like mm. I was even being told like the other day uh, today about how someone observed that who's one of our good friends she's observed that mm. has observed that within Danielle and I was we like Amazing. you gotta spend a lot of time in stillness with with yourself mm. like I'll, I'll be there on the couch um she'll come she's been staying with us she'll come home and she's like um since i'm just sitting there she's like you're napping <laughs> i'm like no, no i'm just tuning sitting in. yeah yeah i'm just tuning in and um i think in my day sometimes i don't do it every day but there's a lot of the times of the day where that's actually like a income generating action mm-hmm. in my business because i'm tuning mm-hmm. into what my clients need i'm tuning into what i'm feeling i'm tuning into what needs to come through me what new offers need to come through mm-hmm. and i'm getting it from a place that's centered it's not from mm-hmm. here where it's like i've got to do yes. this i've got to do that social media says if i don't sh- 
ex marketing experts say if I don't show up on social media, then I, I don't I get this result or I get that result. Yeah. It's like no. Dropping all of that. Yeah. Cool. Energy speaks louder than words. My actions will come from a, an inspired place, not from a forced place. And I'll take that action when I need to. But the action can also be sitting still. So, like, yes. I just wanted to add that onto what you say because mm. it's, it's super necessary. And a lot of us find it really uncomfortable to sit still. Or a lot of the times mm -hmm. we actually can't have something going, which I find, like, really interesting because... Overstimulation in a way. Yeah. Super noisy. Overstimulated, mm. like. Um, some people can't work out without music. Some people have to work out with music. Some people can't go for a walk without listening to a podcast. Some people can't go for a walk without calling someone. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes we can't sit down and just eat dinner. We have to sit down with dinner and TV. Mm -hmm. We can't just sit down after dinner and have a chat with someone or just sit down and read a book. Even reading a book stimulating. Like we can't just sit there. Nothing. We have to be doing something. So one of the things I tell people to practice is um, really practicing some level of stillness with zero, zero mm -hmm. noise, not mm -hmm. physical noise, but like no reading, no writing, not even journaling mm -hmm. and just being. This is like a form of meditation in itself. This is Vipassana. If you, if you look at it, it's like an ancient teaching from like India mm -hmm. with uh, Siddhartha Gautama, the original Buddha, he taught this a similar practice where it's like it's zero, zero mm. noise and you're just in. You're looking in. You don't have to actually look within. You can go for a walk and stuff. Mm. That's still noise. You're still seeing things. You're still taking in stuff with the senses. But if you go a level deeper, close your eyes. Sit in silence. Oh, man. I tell I you. I feel more powerful then. I feel like I'm doing more when I'm in this place. <laughs> yeah. It's super scary, though, would you say? Like, did you find that? Like, have you ever Not anymore. And... Not anymore. I used to. I've been practicing it for, like, I do this every morning for, like, an hour, two hours sometimes. So I've kind of integrated it into now. I mean, I have moments where I'm like, it's just me. Yeah. <laughs> and I hear noises yeah. outside and I'm like, well, that noise is in me. It's not outside. Yeah. And it's all. So I used to be really scared of this. And now I'm at a place where I'm not scared anymore. I just yeah. feel like super powerful in that space. And then what that then brings me when I get back into my reality, right? Because that's also important for us to interact with with others and, and you know, not just go and sit on the mountaintop for the rest of our lives, right? We do the work. The work happens in that space where we're actually interacting, right? Mm. And then we take what we have from those moments. But that is the foundation of my life. Like that moment when I'm in that connection space, the foundation of who I am, how I show up, everything. Um, and it was scary for a long time because you do face parts of yourself you face ideas and concepts about what reality is uh, and you see things that that maybe you don't want to see right they're brought to your attention mm. your awareness and then you realize well if it's being brought to me then why should i be scared of it because it's for me mm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's a good level of ownership and mm. responsibility you know one of the other things i of um I've been toying with over mm -hmm. well I've been practicing probably for the last 12 months is like I think I've talked about this a bit but just not doing a morning routine mm. actually not and totally. and the work is seeing if you can hold your state mm. without doing like mm. um deliberately not doing the the stillness so mm. you can actually get to the mm. point where this stuff comes up and you can hold yourself through it because mm -hmm. a lot of the times we feel like if this doesn't happen, then this day can't be this. This can't mm -hmm. be experienced. If I don't do my morning routine, then my day's off. Or if I don't do this, yeah. then and I'm like mm -hmm. missing the point. You're missing the point. Like the point mm -hmm. is to like not put yourself in this perfect bubble, so mm -hmm. the outside world can't touch you and the bacteria doesn't get you. Bacteria is mm -hmm. going to get on your hands when you touch the dirt, mm -hmm. right? And so the 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 the, the strength is letting your immunity build up to the mm. bacteria that is totally. like the outside world right so mm. finding that 
finding those days where you don't do anything and you put yourself through the pressure cooker and see mm -hmm. how you do it. So detachment, isn't it, from it all? Like it's yeah. it's there to serve you, but you don't have to actually be attached to that as like you have to do it in order for you to experience that level of peace and that level of connection in yeah. your reality. Yeah, it's more like an obsession and a necessity mm -hmm. because then it becomes like a dependency. Because yes. when, it, when yes. and then the whole point of the work is to be like not necessarily needing things, but mm. doing things because they feel good. Mm -hmm. But then it's like when you go down and you're eating healthy, there's the there's the complex of like when you're really like I can't remember what the what the word's called, but like you're addicted to like eating healthy, you're obsessed with eating healthy. Mm. It's not bulimia, it's another one. Yeah, anorexia. No, no, it's another one. I can't remember, mm -hmm. but it's like I think there's one for like eating all organic, like you're obsessed with eating all organic, you're obsessed okay. with you're obsessed with exercise, like yeah. like you're obsessed. You won't you're have a pizza, basically. <laughs> yeah, and you can't. Yeah. But you're, and yeah. so but the point of this is to not like be in another box. That's mm -hmm. where I got out of veganism. That's where I've sort of you you're deconditioning the world, mm -hmm. not reconditioning yourself. Mm -hmm. Right, you're deconditioning. There is no reconditioning. There is no reprogramming. It's deprogramming. That's it. Deprogramming. That's it. I don't necessarily mm -hmm. feel like there is a repro. And people are going to differ with that, but I don't necessarily feel mm -hmm. like it's a reprogramming. It's just deprogramming. Mm -hmm. And then your natural codes, they're already in mm -hmm. there. We don't mm -hmm. need to bring in new codes. We don't need to add new things. Like take away all the like old glasses that are stopping you from seeing it within yourself, right? Um, I mean, it's it's all within you. Like this is the thing that I'm really coming to to think is like God is not outside; it's you. It's within you. Like we are an aspect, a point of that, and it's that's what is real. Like that the fact that it is all within you, and. Mm -hmm when you know that and when you experience that and of course it's unfolding over time but super powerful mm -hmm. it is super powerful i um yeah it's interesting i'm wondering where like it's funny because i'm like i'm closing chapters and i'm closing so many chapters in my life right now <laughs> it's so weird isn't you know? it like i'm just watching yeah. so many things end and like new beginnings that are forming mm. out of them or they're just completely ending. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see where where life goes. I'm actually really excited about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, I'm a little nervous. bit scared, actually. No, I'm a little bit scared. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still yeah. a bit of fear there. Excitement, yeah. um, but still a little bit of fear for sure. Yeah. Um, and what, what's and like the scary part for you? Hmm. I think, I, as I mentioned to you before we started on, I had a sort of session last week and I was confronted with some things that that gave me a big amount of peace, of um, truths, to that my own truths, right? And I was really, it felt like I was speaking as if I was a million years old, like it was a really weird hmm. experience. Um, it was like me, and this was after an hour or so of, kind of peeling back, peeling back all the layers. And I got to this point where I was speaking as if, like it was just the pure essence of my soul coming through. Um, and parts I still don't really remember. Um, but the girls, my friend who was holding space for me, you know, I came round eventually. I couldn't get off the floor. I felt like I'd been gone for so long and it was really heavy. And, and I guess that experience, like that pure essence of that experience, like integrating that back into my life now and what I learned in that moment, like it's scary to to fully believe <laughs> to fully mm -hmm. the image I was getting um like after when I kind of was integrating it straight after the session was I was seeing like myself all different versions of myself my young self my teenage self myself now like holding on to the edge of a building like just by like one finger we were just like holding on like a bit scared to let go but the floor was only this far from mm -hmm. the feet below so it's like, if you let go, you're supported, you're okay. Mm. But there's just a bit of me that was like, oh, still there. So the fear mm. was like, okay, just fully. It's a scary, it's a scary part, like, because yeah. it's, it's like the shifting of an identity, like crossing, okay. crossing the river, right? Mm -hmm. You cross that river, mm -hmm. it's a bit blurry. Um, you cross that, 
you cross yeah. that river and um you get across halfway and the rapids are really strong and you're like fuck <laughs> yeah. holy shit and sometimes <laughs> i'm like i've nearly quit this path so many times by the way oh yeah same. Like I've been like, it's just fucking easier if I don't do this. Remember when we I had that day when we were just like, we both had, we were both going through a really dark phase, and we just sat on the call for ages, and we were just like, oh my god, what is happening? Yeah. You know, and we were just so yeah, in like, it, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. We were talking for ages because we were both in this point of like, what are we supposed to do? What's going on? <laughs> mm. You know, in those dark moments, I've had so many fucking of them. I've had so many of them. Oh, yeah. I um, you eventually get to a point where, like you're saying just before, it's like it's it's a lighter space afterwards. Yeah. yeah. There is mm-hmm. no necess- necessarily mm-hmm. – well, I'm, I'm at this phase. I can't speak for the future. But from what I've gathered right now, it's like once you cross it, it's like this is level of, like, lightness that starts to come through. And it's like, fuck, that's really be- beautiful. I, I can't I can't believe. I'm, like, really shocked at the moment how much my awareness is like sharpened of myself mm. my self-awareness is sharpened so much i'm like fucking hell i've been doing heaps of cranial sacral work um for my nervous system yeah. Yeah. and and my i've been measuring doing like bio biofeedback stuff so i've been measuring my yeah. heart rate variability it's just incredible like mm. my heart rate variability has literally gone like whoop, straight mm. up to like where I'm supposed to be like yes last night's was the highest reading I've had mm-hmm. ever and what does that what does that mean exactly so heart rate variability is uh, a measure of how healthy your autonomic nervous system yeah. is yeah. and basically measures your heartbeats in and out yeah. and the variations between the two they're never perfect so but if they're if they're consistent mm. a healthier system will be more consistent and uh, okay that's why it went up then because it's like improving it's more consistent because and there's heaps of studies that are have connected that have connected uh low heart rate variability with ptsd and like very very minimal like very low so mine was when i first started was equal to a 60 year old so that's really crazy because 60 year olds Mm -hmm. aren't necessarily the healthiest right so my body was equivalent to a 60 year old my nervous system was was equivalent the, the health and well-being of my nervous system was equivalent to a six-year-old and that was the but ptsd or? that was the ptsd and that mm-hmm. was coming up and i could feel it coming up and i could see it in my act my reactions and mm-hmm. i could see it in my like, my thoughts and stuff like i was really triggered and worried about certain things mm-hmm. it's so funny it's just like once you just let that nervous system unravel mm-hmm. i've been doing practices, but cranial sacral mm-hmm. it's like my reactions are different my peace is different my awareness is fine-tuned mm-hmm. And um, I'm still improving and I still got areas to improve, but it's like, it's a contentment. And I really feel like that came into my life because the PTSD, the reason I had to go into the PTSD was because I started developing alopecia. Like it was Mm. coming up in my beard. You can sort of see that Mm. it was coming up in my beard. I've had that for years, but Mm. in my hair, it started to come Mm. through and I'm like, damn, this is crazy. And I had a dream one night and I was like, you've got PTSD and it showed me. This happened to me three years ago as well. I lost my hair. Oh, really? Yeah. With alopecia? Um, PTSD, yeah, alopecia. Well, yeah. it was like basic. I had clumps just falling out. And there was, I mean, it's mine's completely grown back now. And, and yeah. yeah, I had extensions for a little bit because it was just so, it was just so horrible for me. And I wasn't prepared Imagine to face it emotionally. And then I had them out. When it would have been hard oh, for a lady. Yeah. I had them out a year and a half ago when I started like the work on it. And yeah, now it's. Yeah, it's pretty thick. Luscious. So. <laughs> I mean, it helps That's living awesome. here. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's a huge part of part of like because it's so connected to you, right? So your body was just showing you like what wasn't yet kind of processed within you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and I woke up after the dream and I was just super inspired to be like, oh my god, I'm going to town mm. on this. I was like doing all this stuff, like mm. research, figured out all these different things, and now my hair's starting to grow back. Um, my mm. nervous system. And the biofeedback. The <laughs> huh? I was going to say, let's see the hair. Take that out. Yeah, look at it. <laughs> look, look at it. it. Cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 
these things, and this is what these are just feedback, and they're guiding you. And so, one of the big things for me was to trust this process and know that yes. it's guiding me. So, this is one of the things that I'm shifting into now is to do more study and training on the nervous system and somatic work. Mm. I don't know whether I'll go back to uni or not, but I'll let that path reveal itself to me. But this feels deeply in my bones like it was mm. a guide, a guide for me, and so. Mm. I'm inspired by it. I love it. I can see how many people are so fucking jacked up. I was saying the other day, I was saying the other day, I think like those energy drinks should be illegal. Yeah, I mean, they do. I mean, I even think like coffee's like that. If I have a coffee now, I'm just like, it's so, it's way too much for me. <laughs> it's crazy. Like yeah. I haven't, I've been doing decaf for a while. I haven't had mm. caffeine for yeah, I do love a coffee, Actually, but I like decaf. That's another. Yeah, you don't really drink coffee anyway, do you? I haven't drunk coffee for a while now. I drank it when I was at my wedding in Cyprus because it was till six a.m. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Then I carried on. Then I had some coffee. <laughs> well, yeah, it was two six a.m. in the night. So you were going. You were going through the morning. On coffees, yeah. I was going on coffee. Uh, what was that? Everyone just still partying and drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was still partying, but I just wanted, I needed a little bit of coffee to keep me going. Like, did you stay at the venue or did you go home? Hmm? Did you stay no, at the venue? I was venue at the venue. Yeah, yeah. I was there till four. So mm. the venue was just open till that, that long? Or yeah, it's like it was a wedding. <laughs> it was the venue. Right. Yeah, I don't know so, how you, how Europe operates. Because oh, over well, here, like, like here in Ibiza, it's, it's open from like clubs at 7 p.m. till 7 a.m. Yeah, but wedding venues are they the same in Ibiza, or is it? Well, was it at well, a, the, was it at yeah, a, I mean, if you wanted it to be like that, then probably you could. Uh, right. But it wasn't at a club. No, it was a beautiful, like, yeah, it was like a barn thing. And then they had uh, my, but my uncle is like the manager of the or the general manager of the place, so maybe that's why. Okay, that's why. Yeah, because yeah, that's not really normal to stay at the venue. For I think that it long. is in Europe. I think it is in Europe. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome though. That sounds like good fun. Anyway, what was we saying? Nervous system. Yes. So Nervous system. Yeah. Drink Energy drink should be illegal. Mm. I think it's like <laughs> so damaging for your body. Like mm. a lot of us are just like in the system. We've mm. got to get up and work. And I feel very blessed that I'm able, I yeah. exited the, exited like. The idea. I don't even have alarm um, clocks. Like I just tell my body when I want to get up and it gets me up now. You know, that's that's really a beauty. That's that's a blessing yeah. that for you and for life because a lot of us don't. But mm-hmm. and I don't know if we're meant to, but mm-hmm. for me I feel really grateful that I don't have to yeah. live a traditional life. And once upon a time I used to remember used to having to get up at four AM to go to my twelve hour shift. <laughs> and um and I was like, I cannot wait to the day that I don't have to do this and I can sleep mm-hmm. in. And I remember working with my coach my first ever life coach and he used to make me like dream up what was my ideal day and um, how you're living it and I was yeah but back then I was living just an idea of a Mm. concept that I could think of back then and it was like I'm living in in such an extravagant way now such a different Mm. way now it's really cool to see that but that was three years ago four years no like 20 that was nearly four and a half four years ago right like yeah I mean, two years ago, I was shoveling mud in on the solar farm in Australia. So this time, two years ago. Shoveling mud. Yeah, in a solar farm, 12 hours a day, 13 days in a row <laughs> for eight months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Things Life can takes change. Practice. Yeah. Um, and what do you think it is that allows it to, to happen? Like if you're wanting, like someone's listening and they're wanting to shift out of that, like what do you think it is that allows it to happen from your own experience? If you feel the call, if you feel the call, because some people find that like, no, like my sister would like want want this lifestyle that I've got because she's got her her lifestyle that's driving her to have kids and and be a stay-at-home mom. Um, People have a call. Like Mm -hmm. Danielle, for instance, has a visceral rejection of anything other than what we're doing like yeah, in the sense, yeah. like a traditional career she's like mm-hmm. 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 so we put all that That's energy into making it work you know? yeah so i think mm-hmm. feel the call if you don't feel like you're gonna if you don't feel like you're 
going to make it in life when doing what you're doing now and it's like burning you out and straining you and you want to live with more fulfillment and purpose, then follow that call. Do what you need mm. to do. I, I, I tell people because like I've, I've got a lot of experience now in starting this journey and so I hear a lot of people recently sort of talk about, oh, you know, like I'd love to do what you do and like they're starting that journey. And I'm like, there's so many lessons that I would do different. There's so many things that I would do yeah. differently. Like, I if and and this is the thing. Like, I wasn't I wasn't raised to, like this is crazy. And some people are like raised with people parents that have like wisdom about what to mm-hmm. do and, and that yeah. sort of stuff. No one sort of told me what to do and the right way to go. <laughs> so I had to figure all this shit out of myself. And I'm a, are you a one three? Yeah, we're both the same one threes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're the one, trial three. and error. Yeah. Yeah. And we all, we got to figure it out. We're talking about human design here. For everyone wants to know, yeah. like, our, our profile type is a one. Three. I do really like you. Like, as even though I try and, like, not apply all of these principles, like, directly to myself, like, limit myself, I do really find human design is quite powerful in guiding your own energy. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're both one, three. So we are trial and error. And, like, yeah. I didn't, for a lot of us, we, we don't get a handbook of, like, here's the best way to succeed. No. one it's not there's not universal but there are principles that you could follow mm-hmm. and i think like what we didn't get told is to know ourselves before we know other information <laughs> yes. oh i'll say that again that's powerful mm. we, we, we didn't get told to know ourselves as opposed yeah. to knowing that, that yes. was one thing that switch <laughs> we need to know ourselves before we know information because then we get to follow ourselves first and let the information like like guide us with what resonates what doesn't and we can leave you know all the things behind that don't resonate deeply with that knowing and go with the things that are like in that resonation and try things that like because I think I've tried so many fucking things now even if they've triggered me made me feel uncomfortable I'm I'm just gonna try it I'm gonna give it a go and then after that because I'm in a place where I know myself I can take what I I need into and then I can leave the rest behind Um, and I think that's that's where the information is useful, right? Like working with these people, knowing these structures, knowing these different ways. Um, and like you, I knew all the info, like I did my degree, I studied loads of books, I did loads of courses, I worked with different business coaches on different courses. I had so much information <laughs> that I didn't really know how to follow my own guidance as to what information was right for me to use. And I'm still learning that that process as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still learning. But that's something that I think will change the trajectory of someone's life mm-hmm. from a very younger age. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that I'll hand on to my kids is that mm-hmm. they're going to know themselves before yes. they know any other information because if they don't know themselves, then they're going to learn information that might not be necessarily, well, it might be a time waster. And then so this is what the beauty of this generation, this generation coming is they mm-hmm. spend less time trying to figure themselves out and more time on purpose. Mm. Right, mm-hmm. and that's sort of how where you can see the ages of time sort of shifting and consciousness mm-hmm. shifting but i i think about this as like i'm like i wish i had you know someone say this is probably what this is what i see you're really really good at this is what i can see that you're so passionate about i want you to follow i'm going to support you in following what you're really passionate about and lit up about don't worry about the stuff you don't like and you're not good at. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to force you to be better at that. I'm not going to force you to study like math if you're so interested in art. I'm not going to force yeah. you to like go and do sport if you fucking love music. Like play music. And there's schools out there that teach this, but then also like getting to know yourself, not necessarily know that craft, owning, honing yourself before you hone your craft is so mm. important. And now you're grounded in yourself. You don't have the insecurity. Mm. You don't. You have the confidence. You have the mm. um, mindset. And you can go out there and you can achieve far greater things far far quicker. Mm. And if someone comes along and says you need this in order to succeed, you're like, do I? Or is that just mm-hmm. a story? Is that just a belief? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're like, you'll no, find evidence good. for success in every way of doing things. There is evidence mm-hmm. in success of people that have done the traditional yeah. marketing route. There's evidence in success of people who have absolutely done nothing and somehow made it, right? Because their energy is just right. so strong. So there is evidence for every single freaking path possible, right? Amen. It's just Amen. finding the one that works for you. Yeah, and there is a path for you. But mm. that's the cool thing. It's like you and I, we're cultivating a handbook that we can pass on of like, okay, this is some principles where I think you'd spend 
you'd spend more time in peace, fulfillment, contentment, joy, if you follow this handbook. And it doesn't, it's not universal. There's no strict guidelines. It's very fluid, but there are some strong principles that I want you to follow. This could even be a book in itself. Follow these principles and you'll find this and then hand that to my child. Mm. Not hand it, but like hand it off, <laughs> pass it on and let them let them add to it. Let them do mm. revisions and edits mm-hmm. and be like, hey, Dad, I don't think this was right. And so I fucking, you know, I feel like it, my mum says to me all the time, she's like, oh, if I was doing what you were doing at your age, man, this would be a different life for me. And I was like, yeah, but this is just the way it is, mum. And I think it's going to just be what you handed on to me was necessary for me to hand on to my kids and we're going to reduce time. We're going to collapse time and how yes. things are going to be more in alignment sooner. Mm. What does this so next people, chapter look like for you? I, well. Maybe not look like. What does it feel yeah, like? Yeah, feel, feel like, feel like. I think it feels like just uh, ooh, more alignment and that mm. alignment shows up like less trying or needing to do things and just more like I've gone like more in harmony I think I think that would be it more in harmony it feels like I'm in harmony mm-hmm. more I was talking to the example I've got my little candle here right like I'm burning that mm-hmm. and if you were to think about harmony in one way um, sit with the candle and just allow and just watch where the flame goes mm-hmm. and the flame the flame isn't influenced by you. It might be influenced by if you if you breathe on it or whatever. But if you just watch it and just let it be exactly as it is, it's going to go left, it's going to get right, it's going to change, it's going to get bigger, it's going to get still, it's going to get more chaotic. And just watch. That's harmony. That's is. That's just that's just it being it. Mm. And I'm going to I'm going to work on this next chapter. I feel like what's going to happen is I'm going to allow what is to just be what is. If there's shit that doesn't seem like it's going to be going my way, I'm just going to see where it goes and see where it takes me. I'm not going to fight. I'm going to participate. Mm, experience. What about you? Mm. You know, actually, there was um, I was at a coffee shop on Sunday with a friend and there was a woman sitting on the other side of the coffee shop. Apparently she was there every Sunday, but I never see her. And she had a little sign up called Poetry on the Spot. And she did channeled poetry for people. Yeah, just go and give her a topic and she channels some poetry for you. And I'll read you the poem because I think this sums up where I am right now. And it just, yeah, I mean, it made me cry. Mm, so she called it New Beginning. Um, <laughs> now I know the colour of my centre. I know the music of my own voice. The power that remained asleep for so long because I have finally learned to shed my skin, learn to be alone, let's say with myself, free, wholesome. And only now I'm ready to share this love with someone else, something new, as this completion is just a reflection of an expansion that begins with myself and continues with the other. <laughs> it's so Fun. beautiful, right? Did that bring tears to your eyes when you were reading yeah. it? Oh, still now I can feel. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, just I love channeled poetry. Yeah, and she just has this little. I'll show you the little picture of it. She has a little typewriter, like she did it. Oh yeah, kind of like this. I don't know if you can see. You see, it's like she was just sitting there, and she had this little sign, poetry on the spot. Oh, that's so um, cool. Yeah, little typewriter. Yeah, and it was she's Spanish. Donation based, yes, yeah, Spanish. Mm. And it was just wow. it was, yes, it's her. and she's been doing it for like eight years, traveling the world, different places, and. But to me, it's just like all of last week actually was a real indication of like where I am, where I'm going, even though at the same time, it's like still reminding me to trust, right? Because you might not see those things show up straight away, um, but the all the synchronicities are there, all the inner work that you experience and you you see things are there so trust that and just mm. surrender the rest mm. like Beautiful. That's where i am right now in this next chapter <laughs> mm. i got one of those poets poems mm. done in portland when i was traveling a couple of years ago wow uh, a while ago yeah. I was do you remember when it speak to you or? uh it was about um synchronicity 
because I, oh. I gave her that word. I said synchronicity. Yeah. And I don't know if she was the same. I gave you give her one word and she works off it. Yeah. So I um, said transition. Transition. Yeah. Uh, so I think I said to her like the synchronistic events in life because I was really I'm I had ended I was ending another cycle. Mm. Um, that cycle was like a previous relationship. I was mm-hmm. single. I was going into a whole new way of living. Like I was getting out mm. of the partying side. It was um, 20, yeah, I think it was 2018, this time 2018, so about four years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, it was the most moving thing. It was like mm-hmm. a whole period yeah. of my life where I was yeah. like really feeling life and it took me on this yeah. journey. So it's like the same sort of, it's so funny, this is the same period where I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm shifting in the same way. I just found that poem actually. You're just coming back to that same moment with a different level of awareness. Yeah, I just found it. It's at my auntie's house in a box. Oh. So I pulled it out. I haven't, I've read it, but I'm going to go and get it again and I'll send mm. a photo to you. Yeah, send me, send me. <laughs> wow. So, well, that's us, Annabelle. Mm. Legend. Thanks for joining us for so many shows. <laughs> Moments yeah. of daily stillness are beautiful. It gives us a time to not run away from ourselves except to allow connect. Very wise. Very wise. Yeah. It's been beautiful having you along uh, on our journey, Annabelle, and all of those mm. in the expanse. Yes. feel very blessed and very Thank honoured to be able to take you through mm. this cycle of our journey. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll wherever the again. hell we're going. Wherever the hell we're going. Right? <laughs> Maybe we'll do an in-person one if I come to Europe. That would be amazing. That will happen. Cool. I mean, I've already yeah. seen me meeting you in Incredible. Australia at some point. So, <laughs> oh, awesome. Incredible. We know there's something else coming in the future. Takes us, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's, take, it's guiding us. We just got to surrender it and is. go with the flow. Exactly. Thank you so much, my loves. We'll see you all. Thank you, everybody. Nice. I was going to say everyone. next week, but we will not. <laughs> take care, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye, Bye loves. Bye bye.